And what is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 11 of Damn That's Good with Big Selena's Barbecue. I'm your host, Randy Salinas, joined as always by my brother, Junior Salinas, and of course, our producer, Chris Bustos. Uh, we got a good show coming for you. We do have a guest, uh, George Kano Jr. of GC Seasonings. He's uh, going to come on with us and talk to us about his products he's got. So without further ado, Jenna, why don't you kick off what we did last episode? Hey, 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 Junior here, like always. Uh, we kind of hit a lot of different things uh, last episode. It was kind of just our our chill mode, uh, kind of what we like to talk about when we're at cook-offs or even just at a backyard barbecue. Uh, we talked about the new states we're selling at. Uh, we talked about the new store that we have, Papa Papio joe grilling supplies uh we talked about randy's experience at the sbc cook-off fca is that what it is yeah okay i knew i was gonna mess that one up but um about his basically his state cook-off competition experience and the uh where uh the person who won and uh just his learning experience in the cooking steaks and venturing into that cook-off. Uh, we learned about some brisket tips about what you can use for brisket as far as leftovers. Uh, once you've cooked it, you don't want to eat it the traditional way you want to cook it. Uh, we talked about how he was having great success at a racetrack that he kind of sold at and how he'd be going back, potentially going back in the future. Uh, but all in all, I think it was like I said, it was a great episode. We're going to dive into this one. We do have that guest, but in between that, we're going to kind of just kind of chit chat with you and uh, have a good time. Uh, but let's dive right into it. Let's first, let's thank our sponsors, right? Who are they at? Uh, Holy Smoke Spice Company, uh, Brothers Keepers Barbecue, uh, Mad Cow Cutlery, Thermopro, and uh, Prairie Fresh. See wearing the Joe's Meat Market hat going on right now, sharp looking hat. Uh, definitely, like I said, if you see some of our products or you see anything like that, definitely hit us up. We can definitely guide you in the right direction of uh, what we use or what they use to get it. Uh, so don't hesitate to get there. Uh, one thing I was kind of looking at here, uh, I noticed to uh, we've kind of met a goal that we you set out to do less than a year ago. What was that goal? Uh, to hit all 50 states. Um, so we have now hit all 50 states. Uh, Montana and Maine were the most hardest ones to get. Uh, but thanks to the amazing groups on Facebook and Instagram and some of the amazing people that shared it, uh, we were able to nail those two down. So we're now in, have a order in all 50 states. Yes, that is awesome. Uh, and thank you to our wonderful, outstanding customers. Uh, you're not customers, you're family. So I should say that better. Uh, you're family to us when you order from us and you, you like our stuff. I mean, we've definitely hit that. Um, getting all 50 states was a goal. Didn't know if it was going to happen in a year, in less than a year, but it did. So uh, major props to Randy for working that done and getting that done. Uh, so we have a great uh, there. Now, I'm looking at it here. You made some grilled pork chops tonight, is that correct? Yes. And you couldn't invite? Because I'm looking at it on I'm looking at it on there and, mm -hmm. uh, that you did, and uh, it looks really good. So um, definitely keep those uh, coming because those look really good. How did you season those with? Uh, just with the holy garlic. 
Nice. And then nice. Sauce it up at towards the end with the original sauce. Now, we definitely going to get in today a little uh, some NFL talk because that's our biggest, that's our favorite thing to talk about. But before we get into that, uh, what's your small, do you got a small business shout out? Uh, yeah, Joe's Meat Market in Roy City, Texas. Um, he's got amazing meats. Uh, they're always on discount. He's got people that come from different states to uh, get meat. Um, they come bringing coolers uh, to get a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so if you're looking for, uh, you know, steaks, briskets, chicken, ribs, you know, jalapeno poppers, uh, check out Joe's Meat Market in Roy City. Uh, he has all of our products along with uh, our guests that we got coming on, G uh, George Kana with GC Seasoning. He's got his rubs there, um, along with a lot of other barbecue rubs and sauces. So get there and uh, check them out. Awesome. I've got one here uh, as well. And like I said, we do, if you have a small business shout out, please, by all means, uh, hit us up on any of the social media, myself, Randy, uh, and we will give it out. It does not have to be barbecue related. It can be say, hey, I got a buddy that's uh, sells houses or does this. And, and can we help him out and get him get some uh, business headed his way? Uh, that is what we're about is helping the small business. Uh, and speaking of realtors, I've got one that I will hopefully soon, maybe potentially um, within the next five, six months, be buying a house. And I'm using this man to buy the house. It's Ronnie Achori. Achori. I, I know I'm butchered that, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, he does specialize in selling uh, houses in North Texas as well as Costa Rica. So maybe you want that vacation home out there in Costa Rica. You can definitely hit him up. He sells through Keller Williams or one of the biggest ones uh, in the world. Uh, he's he, he goes to bat for you. He sold me from the minute he did it. He sold my wife on it uh, about how he'll go to bat for you, uh, whether it's a new built home whether you're leasing a home or you're buying somebody else's already, hey, maybe you're selling it. Right now is the best time to sell it. So uh, you can reach him on, at Ronnie. It's R.A.R.O.C.H.E. at KW.com. You can also reach him at Ronnie Achor Realtor on Facebook, or you can hit him up on his cell phone, 469-323-0275. Tell him Junior sent you, and he will take great care of you. Uh so please, please hit that up. And like I said, if you have any small businesses, definitely hit us up. We are more than willing and more than happy to uh, to do that and help those people out. Uh, speaking of things here, if you it was right now, one thing I wanted to talk, ask you, Randy, if you're cooking, barbecuing, but you have a budget, you don't have a lot of money. What are what do you think? What are some of the tips you would do? to kind of cook with somebody with a cook with like on a budget. Like if you say, Hey, I only got 50 bucks, 60 bucks, maybe even a hundred max. And I want to do, I want to cook something, but I need it to, I want to cook out. Uh, what are some of the, uh, you got any tips for people out there? Uh, like to cooking for like the masses, basically. Well, not really the masses. Just like if you're cooking, uh, you're having a small family get together and I mean, small five, six people, whatever, but you have a budget, you know, you don't get paid till next Friday, but it's Saturday, you know, you don't get paid till the Friday. 
Uh, it's Sunday, so you don't get paid till this coming up Friday or whatever. So money's kind of tight, but you, you want to have that cookout because the weather's great. The weather's starting to get good again, finally. Uh, I don't know if Texas, they know what they're doing. But uh, like if you were cooking out, what's some of the things you would do if you didn't have, obviously, you didn't have $200 to spend on meat or something like that. If you had a budget, what would you think you'd be with some of those uh, yep. just, you know, cook maybe chicken, get some chicken thighs and part them out. Uh, and you can get some uh, chicken legs and chicken thighs out of it. Um, you know, cook chicken wings, hamburgers, hot dogs. Um, I mean, you can get like steaks and you can cut them down and make it into like, uh, you know, fajitas if you really wanted to. Um, there's so many things you can do. Really, it's basically like shopping in the clearance section at Walmart. <laughs> you're shopping in the clearance section at uh, the meat aisle. Uh, uh, absolutely. I was looking at this today, and I knew I was going to kind of catch you off guard with it. Um, that's why I didn't want to get you ahead of time. Uh, I wanted it to be straight off the top of your head. But that is the biggest one they said, um, reading on different websites, it said don't splurge. On any fancy meats, don't go buy the big, the nice. Uh, you know, you could get the great tomahawk steaks at Joe's and stuff like that, but uh, you might not be able to get but one or two of those to feed that many people. You might be looking at lower portions. So uh, it says here to also, if you want to try that, use some cheaper veggies, like Randy's saying. Um, they actually use your thing of ch shopping less, or even like at a Costco or Sam's if you had a membership, because you can get. Yeah. A bigger bulk for for less, uh, uh, and then of course one of the things if you have gas or something to turn it off as soon as you can save uh, all that up. So save your stuff, and of course when you're there you gotta have some beer, you gotta have your drink. So that's what you really want to spend your money on if you're truly thinking about it uh, from there. But uh, any other things like I mean obviously if you were cooking like if you were doing a big one you could do like a brisket or something like that and that would be kind of it though because of hot as how high they are right or yeah basically uh but I mean it's basically just taking like chicken breast um I know like Sam's has the big packs you can get like they're like uh like 2 pounds for one breast you can take those part them out um and you know season it with whatever um, you know, we use the Holy Smoke Foul Play, season that, let it marinate for several hours, and then you can get some amazing uh, chicken fajitas out of it. Uh, I think one package alone may cook for like 30, 40 people if you're really, you know, part it out right. Uh, it's the way to do it, definitely uh, portion control on it. Cut it down, enjoy it. But above all else, like I said, that's one of those, especially when you're cooking like that, that's where you want to cook with that love and cook with the confidence in it. And uh, that's where that really, to me, comes into play more than anything now, um, for sure. But have fun in it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the weather. Uh, definitely, like it says, one of the things it was saying is not try. This is the one time you don't want a lot of leftovers. So you want people to eat it and, and be done with it. And you don't want a whole bunch of it because then that goes into wasting uh, money that you spend on it. Um, especially nowadays, it looks a little hard to get your money in. Now, Randy, what is this little, I saw this back on in April on the 4th. You cooked on this little red grill type of deal. What is that about? 
Uh, it's just a little grill that we got for uh, when we go camping or go to cook-off. It's just a, basically like a Weber kettle. It's just a smaller, smaller, lighter version of it. Uh, okay. And, I mean, I saw you. What did you cook on at that one time? Uh, steaks and sausage for Easter. Ah, uh, steaks and sausage. What mm -hmm. kind of steaks? Uh, round steaks. I was at church all day. Praise the Jesus. Uh, got a, Chelsea's got a picture of me falling asleep at church for a couple minutes. But uh, like I said, I was there from about 9.15 to about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So I deserve a minute or two break. Uh, anyways, you were at a, we were actually at a cook-off. You were at a cook-off. Where was that cook-off? Uh, it was in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Um, about 36 teams that were there. Um, it was, I mean, there was a lot of teams from Texas there, a lot of people that we already, we already knew there. There were some teams local. Um, I think there was a team that came in from Tulsa. Uh, it was basically like um, Ennis, basically, uh, where, you know, towards the end where people were getting stuck. Uh, ah, except for this was night people getting stuck uh, so they had to um, put gravel down they put about 10 trucks of gravel to kind of get it to, to do it um, but I mean it was fun uh, we got 10th and ribs um, unfortunately in brisket and chicken we didn't get any kind of calls but uh, the chicken I think was too salty and the brisket I don't know what they were looking for uh, but it could be just a different state not knowing what they like, uh, but I mean, it was a good, good fun cook-off to, to go to. Absolutely. It looked like fun. I was uh, unable to attend or else we probably would have done something live right there or something, but uh, work is work here, but uh, it looked like fun. It looked like a lot of thing and you were absolutely right. There was a lot of people there from, um, Texas and a lot of teams that we've cooked in in the past and uh it seemed like every it seemed like some people did okay and some people didn't uh just what do you think like was were you happy with everything you turned in was there something you think you could have done better in uh yeah I mean I was happy with everything everything was good uh, like I said the chicken was the only thing that was a little bit too salty um but I mean other than that it was everything was on point um the ribs, however, they did cook in about two hours. Um, so I kind of had to pull out some tricks out of my butt to figure out what to do. And But, I mean, it came out on, on point, I mean, good enough to get to get 10 place. So. And that's, I mean, that's good. That's great. I mean, you think maybe that. Uh, something's messed up within that, you know, as far as your temperature control or something like that, or? No, I think it just got, the grill got too hot. Okay. I think that's all that was. If it were, if that was the case, if that was, how would you tell? Or you just because it's reading a different temperature when it's cold or what? Yeah, I mean, sometimes when you block the vent, uh, it'll read a different temperature. Um, that's what, uh, what you'll get sometimes, but okay. I mean, it you kind of got to take what whatever happens and go with it. 
Awesome. Uh, and when people are watching, if you're watching this, if you're listening to it, I recommend you go to YouTube, uh, check it out, or go to Big Slings Barbecue. But uh, check us out on YouTube. You can ask you what we look like, and you'll actually see the little red grill, the little chef, uh, Robert Irvine, little charcoal grill that he got, uh, that he was cooking on. Little, It looks nice and small, compact. It definitely would be kind of good for like a uh, little cook-off or even just camping or something. You could throw some hot dogs, some hamburgers. You got a nice uh, sausage and a, some big old steaks on there that look delicious. So um, definitely go check that out. Um, that's something, if they were, if somebody was looking to purchase that, where would they Look to get that. Uh, we got it at uh, Camping World. So anywhere you can get um, RV accessories, um, they should have it. Uh, or you can just Google, I think, Robert Irvine Charcoal Grill is what it's called um, to see where you can buy it. Absolutely, and I'm sure some of the places we sell out of the barbecue store and stuff, so probably places like that may even have it <clears throat> because they usually sell all kinds of stuff. But uh, if you need help locating one of those, like I said, we are always here to help you out anytime you need to. So hit us up, and uh, we can definitely do some research for you and get you pointed in the right direction. So uh back to the cook-off i mean you said the chicken you thought was a little too salty what did you do what did you feel what was your not i guess what was your kind of mistake that you felt that you did on that just too much seasoning or yeah i went too uh, heavy on the se on one seasoning one seasoning poor thing it looked delicious so i mean of course you, you look at it picture wise it was delicious and i guess probably you hit uh those judges again that just i mean it's oklahoma did they really know barbecue i mean let's be real yeah i mean everything's better in texas of, <laughs> yeah. we like to think but i mean a lot of the big cooks especially the world champions are out of oklahoma whatever reason whatever reason i don't know well maybe because they have an easier path to the world championships i guess because maybe i don't know but uh, did you feel with that cook-off, did you need to change your approach, change your flavor seasoning, or did you just go with what uh, you felt was best for you? Uh, no, I mean, I used what I used in uh, uh, in Houston. Uh, it's just on the chicken, I put something else on it just to kind of see. Uh, but, I mean, it's just now dialing back for the next one. Um I mean, I'm not going to change any of the recipes. They're going to stay just to see what happens. Got you. I mean, when you start changing stuff, you you can never see what what actually happens, if it's going to be good or not. You got to do it for several. Several competitions to see without there for sure, for sure. Um, Brisket-wise, I mean, you talked about your ribs. Get their finished 10th, which was great. Uh, brisket overall... How did you feel on it? I felt it was the best brisket I've done. So that's saying a lot. That's how good it, I thought we <laughs> thought it was. Absolutely, that was the curse. You knew it. I knew something went on. Um, it's just one of our curses. We'll say, "Oh, this is really good," or "This is the best," and it just for whatever reason runs into that table. I think where there's five or six of the people that won first or stuff. And we just run into the hard table. Uh, but 
uh, definitely. I mean, if you think it was good and you think it was the best, I'm sure it was uh, from there. I didn't get any leftovers the next day, so that probably tells me all I needed to know <clears throat> from it. But uh, so, what's next? Any competitions coming up or any events out there? Uh, yeah, we'll be in uh, Terrell on the 17th for the Terrell Jubilee Barbecue Kickoff. We'll be doing that one again. Terrell, Texas. That's awesome. So we'll be out there. Feel free to head out there, party with us on Friday. Get to, uh, Will you be selling any sauce or rub out there? Yeah, of course. You know, any kind of cook-off, I'll have it. So there you go. If you want to buy it in person, meet the man. Uh the man, the myth, the legend right there. Uh, definitely get out there and, and like I said, come hang out with us. Uh, if we're able to go out there, uh, both of us, then we'll, maybe we'll do something live or a little quick little live shot or something of that and uh, get y'all out there. But let's take real quick before we dive into our next segment, let's go ahead and take a quick break here and uh, we will be right back after these messages. To all the haters out there who said we'd never make it to episode 40, well, we did it, baby. Woo! The episode starts now. Episode 40 is... Welcome a, to Good Vibes with Chris D. Another one of your friends. lucky numbers, Chris. Yes, sir. 4-0. Sayers, they don't mean a thing. It's a benchmark, right. man. That's pretty awesome. On this week's episode, we have... Jerry, think we get to episode 40? No, I didn't. <laughs> right? uh, it's crazy. And you can tell that we were not prepared for this episode because we talked all the way through the intro. and uh, <laughs> So things that we're going to talk about this week. March Madness uh, is down to it. That's right. Championship Done. game. Yeah. I predicted yeah. it, by the way. Yes, we'll Top get to that. three wrestling intro songs. This one will be fun for two of us, because Jorge is not here. Uh, we've got a little Rangers talk, a little Mavs talk. Uh, we're going to check in to, uh, has anybody had any experiences with subliminal messaging or binaural beats? Only then, in the ads. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Uh... Godzilla. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the uh, King Kong and Godzilla. Uh, no, I'm just not gonna talk about King Kong. <laughs> we got favorites. And uh, and I guess we'll have to talk about um, Disney on Ice. Which oh be yeah, actually kind of fun, fun little chat. Absolutely, throwback. And Troy time. Yeah. That's it. The, the intro music stopped. Cool. The show has started. Show has begun. Episode 40. We just talked about how sh- that's crazy. We never thought we'd get to there, but uh, we are here. Episode 40. That is 40 weeks of amazing content that uh, you know we wouldn't uh, be putting out there if it wasn't for you guys, the listeners. So thank you so much for being a part of it. I put it out there anyway. <laughs> that's true. Welcome back, everyone. We have our... F- Guest for today, George Kano Jr., aka Chef Kano of GC Seasonings. Uh, so, George, why don't you just uh, tell the people how you got started in barbecuing? 
All right. Hey, what's going on, guys? First of all, just uh, appreciate you having me on. Um, it's an honor. Dude, I've been following you for a while. Thanks for your help and getting into competition barbecue. I appreciate all the pointers. Uh, help me get a couple walks. I appreciate that. But uh, um, let's see. Uh, I actually didn't get serious into barbecue until about last year when I reached out to you for that first competition last March. Um, been cooking, actually, though, for about shoot, maybe 20 years or so. I've been in the food service industry. Um, kind of took it serious and went to a culinary arts school up in New York, Culinary Institute of America. was there for four years when I got back. After a few years, um, I uh, got into the, to the barbecue scene. Like I said, uh, it was last year. And uh, really just been kind of hitting it hard, man. I went and got me some grills and just started looking at people like you. And just, I don't know, man, it just kind of just took off. And uh, now it's a passion. We um, we started doing uh, some seasonings. Let's see, that, um, that was last. It was 2019 when we started bagging them, selling them out at farmer's markets and stuff. And... Uh, even though it was a 2019 start, that seasoning actually goes back 30 years, man. That that original recipe is my dad's from when I was growing up, you know, being nine, 10 years old, splitting some wood, making a fire so he could get a brisket rolling. And uh, um, that was just his his uh, his recipe. After I got back from school, I, you know, he saw me getting some barbecue stuff, handed me the recipe. I was like, shoot, man, we can sell this stuff. <laughs> so uh, so we just started, uh, I started bagging it up, uh, doing some research and how we can make this thing into an actual business. And uh, it took a little while to get it to a point to where we can put it in a bottle and get it on the shelf. You know, um, we had to adjust the recipe just a little bit to make sure that it would it would work and and, and sell and that kind of stuff. But you know, we got that rolling, and uh, you know, here we are today, man. We're 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 doing pretty good. We're excited for where we're at. God's been good to us, and uh, twenty twenty one has been awesome for us so far. Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of the rub. Um, I know you said your dad handed it to you. What, what kind of made you say, you know what, Dad, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. We're gonna sell it. Does it just kind of hit you, or did was there a lot of thought that went into it? No, it was just, uh, you know, to be honest, people just they love my dad's barbecue, and it's, it started with my family. You know, my family's real big into barbecue, a lot of them, and my dad got so much praise over his barbecue and his rub. I said, dude, we're sitting on something here. He's got something. And it was just something that, you know, I wanted to do, to be honest, I got kind of um, tired of the nine to five. I still work in nine to five, but that, that's kind of been the fuel, you know, let's get out and do something that we're passionate about and make some rubs and make some barbecue. And that's really what started it all is I wanted to start a business that I could pass on to my family that we could do together and uh, just share our love. And that's that's kind of where it, what it came out of. It's just family. Oh, yeah. So something for your kids to, to take over. Oh, yeah. So my daughter gets out there with me, man. She's She knows how to make a fire. I tell her, let's go make a fireball. She's out there. You know, nice. she's already got her battle scar. She's <laughs> she's three. She's got a couple little, you know, little fire burns and stuff. So she understands what hot is now. So, but we got that out of the way. But yeah, I know she loves it. You have a question, Junior? Oh, no, that's awesome right there to get your get the daughter out there and the family uh, for sure. So you said you were a culinary cook. So you were basically like a chef. What's the difference you it, between cooking something, you know, high end like that and just your barbecue cooking? Um, I think it's just, just the stuff that you're cooking. Cause it, it takes to make good barbecue. It takes just as much, just as much attention to detail and passion and, 
and you know those kinds of things to make good barbecue like making good barbecue is not easy right we see these people um like franklin's and then all the other people making barbecue that everybody wants to make and it's not easy like um one thing that i was really um interested and fascinated by is this making a fire right manipulating a fire the biggest thing about good barbecue is you got to have good fire control and i don't think people know that right like there's more than just a seasoning there's more than just a selection of meat it, it, it's everything that all comes together and with the the fine dining stuff it's, it's kind of the kind of the same way right you know you got to have it all comes down to the fundamentals and barbecue it's all about the fundamentals i can tell you exactly what i do for barbecue and how to make a brisket you know big salinas you can do the same thing you can tell somebody exactly what you do on how to make good barbecue but if they can't execute on those fundamentals it don't matter right same thing with gourmet cooking and being a chef it's all about the fundamentals and drilling those down and uh the only difference is you know kind of what it looks like on a plate you know it's it's a little bit different style of food uh, a lot of our barbecue is right here with texas i love texas barbecue how simple it is making the meat seeing that's kind of been my philosophy with food is just making good food better right and that's it starts with good ingredients and that's that's what texas barbecue is all about yeah that's funny how you said that i was telling someone a couple weekends ago um almost the same thing you know like i can like i told them i can give you this all my competition recipes and we can cook side by side, but that doesn't mean you and I are going to cook them the same way. You may cook it better than me or I may cook it better. Uh, you, everything you put into it, it's going to make a difference. Um, and that honestly is the way, you know, how I feel about it. Um, and, you know, getting in the competitions, uh, I know last year you got into one. Um, how does it feel for you to get a call using your own stuff or, now seeing someone else use your stuff and get a call. Yeah, that's uh, dude, that's a whole other feeling, man. That, that is that is something that's really cool um, because you know you make your own stuff, and and to be honest, I use a lot of my own stuff at home. That's a lot of what I use. It's what I like, and to have somebody else like it, you know, it's like okay, so maybe it is. It's good to see somebody else besides me like my stuff, right? And and to get a call using that stuff and using our stuff and seeing some other competition teams just 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 try it they just you know they, they bought some they used it and then start and win and it, that was just like wow that's that's not what we intended our our seasonings to be right we didn't i we weren't even in the competition scene i didn't know how to comp compete that was not in our realm um to really do we just wanted to, to make something for the backyard smoker right for the backyard guy the yeah. backyard pit masters the guy who wants to you know, make a brisket and ribs for his buddies on uh, football Sundays or out at the tailgate at, at the baseball game. That's that. That's really what this seasoning line is, is what it's for. You know, this is a family tradition of 30 years. This is just something that we do, and we just wanted to share it. And for it to, to actually take off and actually be, you know, competitive out there, there's a lot of good stuff out there. You know, like the, the market is thick, saturated. There's a lot of good stuff out there. And uh, to be able to compete and just see it winning, you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Let's do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. there is a lot of stuff out there. I mean, you've got thousands and thousands of rubs and sauces out there. Um, like I tell people, I mean, it's a big, big, the barbecue world is, is big. I mean, everyone can get it. If you look at it, there's, what, billions of people here um, in the United States and in the world. So, I mean, you can easily, everyone can get their big you know the piece of the pie 
without stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I had somebody ask me um, when we were just doing it, they're like, don't you think the the market's kind of saturated? You know, I was like, man, there's so many people that want a barbecue that everybody can get into it. You know, and what's really cool about the community is everybody's willing to try something else out, right? There is some brand loyalty. You know, people want to stick to a certain brand. They're only going to use a certain brand. But for the most part, being actually out in the community and in these Facebook groups and out, do people will support you? Even if they have their own, they're going to support you. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a it's a good, good good community to be a part of, and uh, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Oh yeah, for sure. So when you're you're there before a competition, what's some of the stuff? Like what's some of your? I gotta get in the mood, the competition ready. Like what's some of your? I guess pregame cook rituals that you do like i know randy's got some that he he goes away he just disappears and then he comes back he's like okay let's get going do you have anything <laughs> like that well i could tell you you know we haven't had a smooth competition yet there's always something that goes crazy awry at all of our competitions man do uh the first <laughs> one we ended up or two couple of ones ago we ended up in some crazy muddy swamp where they wanted to put us because we were a little a little team little guy little pop-up tent we were we were cooking with you know we have one traeger a weber and a pop-up tent and a couple tables that's us we sleep in our we sleep in our cars and so they put us somewhere crazy and so we're trying to deal with all this and that the last one um we had rv you know we were going to be chilling and the uh the uh, generator goes out right it's like nine o'clock at night we're trying to find something we got to power the traeger we got to power all this stuff and so I think right now that ritual is just making sure we can put some meat on the grill. <laughs> yeah, we've been at competitions where uh, either the fire goes out, um, the heater doesn't work in the RV. Oh, my God. You name it. I mean, that's when you said you were looking for a smooth competition. We've, I've yet to have one. Yeah. I'm always running into an issue, but it makes it fun when you run into issues and you're able to kind of bounce back and – uh, have at least you know turn in a good box you know that's at the end of the feel good yeah the last one that we did with the generator issues our our trigger went out probably 12 times at least in the middle of the cook and with those pellet smokers you got to shut them down you got to restart if they don't get a good shutdown they don't start back up well so and you know we dealt with that for a while and uh but we still walk you know got a seven place brisket out of it and that's what was on the <laughs> the trigger the longest during all those things so, you know there it's you just go. cool it's a lot of fun to be able to get there and just kind of overcome those different things, you know? Yeah. Now let's dive into those rubs. Uh, I know what rubs you got, but for the people who may not know what GC seasonings are, uh, what rubs do you got? Yeah. So we got, I actually got, I got my ones that I actually use here at home, but um, we have three, three different rubs. We have uh, the original, we have Kim, right? Yeah. So we have the original rub. And so this was based off the original recipe from my dad. So this was started 30 years ago that he's been using since we were little. I had to change it just a little bit to make sure that it would, it would work in a bottle, you know, because most of the time we make it and use it, right? So we had to get it, you know, fixed a little bit, but that's, that's the original there. And uh, it's kind of your little sweet, um, sweet, savory. It's got a touch of heat, not really, just enough to, to kind of be there, right? It's more of a sweet rub, though. It's great for my ribs and chicken and pork. Uh, I actually make jerky with it. It's my wife's favorite jerky is with that original rub. Um, and then we have the house rub. We call it the house because it's like an all-purpose, right? We, we can put that on anything. 
Um, and believe it or not, this is the one that's been getting all the all the accolades for the briskets is, is that guy right there. Uh, if I could have just one, it would be that one, right? Uh, it, you can put it. I put it on my breakfast potatoes. I put it on my macaroni and cheese. I put it on my micheladas, you know. Um, it, it's it's a great seasoning. It's kind of got uh, kind of those sweet notes, like with the original. Um, and then we have some pepper blends that we put in there that kind of balances it out. It has that pepper touch, right? That kind of Texas touch. And then uh, our third one, uh, Texas Bold. This is our number one seller here by a lot. Um, you know, that, that Texas uh, seasoning is that Dalmatian rub, that little salt, pepper, basically. And um, I wanted it to be a little bit different. You know, I kind of put my culinary touch on it and um, was able I started playing around with some different peppercorns. We got four different colors in there. We grind them up and mix it with some salt, uh, garlic, and onion. And, uh, yeah, it's just basically just your... Your, your salt and pepper garlic rub. It's got a little bit of other things. You know, we start diving into the different peppercorns. You get some citrus notes and some other things going on. So it, it's not just a SPG, but um, that, that, that seems to be the favorite. We're, we're, we're pushing that one out pretty good. Oh, yeah. You said the, um, the house is the one is your favorite? Yeah, if I could have just one, it would be, it would be the house. You can put that on on anything it's anything chicken ribs vegetables um briskets i mean whatever whatever it is actually i use that for jerky too i mean i love it and it was actually that that one was actually kind of an accident right um so we had the original we're just kind of playing around and my brother was like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and he had a couple different rubs he mixed them together he's like let's try this and bam, that's where that came from. It was just an experimentation. My brother said, hey, man, you need to mix this one and that one and put some of this in there. And I was like, dude, that's pretty good. And he doesn't cook, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he does now. He's getting after it now. But, you know, at the time, you know, he was just making some, some pork chops or whatever. He just kind of doing his little thing. And, and he came up with that rub. You know, we, we refined it and made it something that we could duplicate. But, you know, that one came out of uh, just kind of a experimentation. Oh yeah, that's a happy accident then. Yeah, absolutely. And now for where uh, where can they go to buy them? Uh, we are online gcseasonings.com. We are also on Instagram. It's at gc underscore seasonings. You can buy them straight from Instagram. We're also on Facebook, uh, gc seasonings, and uh, you can buy it straight from Facebook too. And um, here locally in the DFW area, um, we're in a couple different stores. Joe's Meat Market out in Roy City, Chart 380 in McKinney, uh, the local farmer in Mansfield, downtown Mansfield, and Girl of All Trades Coffee House down actually in Harlingen in the uh, RGB, Rio Grande Valley. So we have a couple more prospects that we're going to get out to this weekend. And hopefully uh, we can get in there and actually here local in Flower Mound area. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been exciting. Oh, yeah. I hear you. I know the feeling. Especially trying to get into another, a, a new store. Um, it's a different experience, I can tell you that. But it's, yeah. It's, it's exciting when you get that, that store that says, yeah, we'll go ahead and get it. Give me a case of this or that or whatever it is. Like, yeah, yes, did it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think even more exciting is when they call back for the second one. Hey, man, we sold all that. We'll go ahead and get some more. All sweet. Yeah. Let's do it. 
let's do it right oh yeah so, yeah sure. we're looking forward to getting out there and, and holding some um some like demos and getting out there and let people try our stuff and getting away some free food people like free food so see yeah. if we can make that happen you give out free food i'll be there i will be there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love I cooking those- so it's just me I see some of like tacos you stuff. be cooking. I'm like, oh my goodness! Uh-huh. Oh man, tacos. The tacos. I, I wish I had more people living in my house because I make all these tacos. I'm like, it's just me, my usually me, and my wife, and my son might eat one or two. My daughter didn't eat tacos, so we're like, oh man, I made like two dozen of these tacos. <laughs> I need to do something <laughs> with them. I just make them because I like to cook them. So, start handing them out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got another question for him, Junior? I'm, uh, I think that's it. He kind of, I was going to ask him what he likes to cook and he kind of took it right out of my mouth. So uh, <laughs> I think he's got it there. But like I said, uh, to our listeners out there, definitely go hit the, him up. I know Randy's cooked with it on several occasions and it's just, it's awesome. It's amazing. So uh, it goes very well, like you said, on basically anything. So uh, definitely hit them, hit him up. If you have any questions on it, like I said, hit us up and we will direct you to him. Uh, for sure, but that's all I have. Hopefully, we'll see him at a cook-off soon. Get oh him. yeah, heck yeah! He's supposed to be here this this coming weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend. Oh all yeah, right. and Terrell. Yeah, we're gonna try to get out there. So I got some uh, kids' baseball stuff going on. So we're gonna see if we can swing it out there. I know my partners <laughs> will be out there, so they'll be out there cooking. I may just show up just for the. Uh, just to plate it up. <laughs> yeah. Let them do all the hard work. I'll, I'll just cut it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to try to get out there Wednesday to get a, a RV spot because if you wait till Friday, they're all taken. Yeah, I heard the Jubilee is huge. Yeah. it's. We did it, what, two years ago? Two or three years ago? Sounds about right. And it was about like 60-plus teams. Um, but, I mean, it was it's huge that, that day. Um, we tried to do it two years ago, but you know, catering come up, and then last year it was canceled. Um, this year it's on, so I mean, you're gonna have a lot of teams out there um, trying to get, especially with the ones uh, trying to make it to the Jack. Uh, yeah, they're gonna try to be out there to get their get their ticket to it. But we're just out there just to cook. Whatever happens, happens. You know how it is. It- and that, that's the only reason I we're doing or that's the only reason I'm doing it is just to get get the name out there, right? Yeah. With uh, with the seasonings and stuff. I had some some stores tell me that, you know, if they they're gonna carry it, I need to get out there on the barbecue competition trail. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. I'll go out there and cook some stuff and have some fun, camp out. Yeah, and those I can tell you the barbecue competition cooks, when they start trying it and they start and they like it. And it comes out of their mouth telling them to somebody. They tell it that one person, and you're going to get a call the next day saying, I'm so-and-so from this store. Uh, so-and-so told me about the product. Uh, how do I get it? I've gotten three or four stores with that that way. I'm like, hey, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Let me thank you. But, I mean, that's that's the way to go. You just got to get out there. Um, yeah. But where can the people find you on social media? Yeah, so we're on uh, on Instagram, at GC underscore seasonings. We're on Facebook, GC seasonings. Um, if you guys want to join the community, we have a, a Facebook group, Texas Brewing Q Junkies. I do a lot of uh, 
live videos, demos, uh, conversations. I put my recipes out there. Um, that's kind of my little, little little group where we get to hang out and you know drink some beers and yep. show everybody what we're doing and kind of a live shot into my backyard when we're doing all cooks. So if you want to join that community, you can hit us up uh, on that Facebook Facebook group. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a good group to be in. I'm in that group. Uh, you can post basically what any kind of cooks. If you got a small business, uh, you can do it. Yeah, share it up. That group you know, we're always willing to to buy your stuff and support it. That's what's so great about it. Oh yeah. Okay. So we like to, I like to use the the brewing queue. So we do we do the beer stuff too. I like to get out to the breweries and support those guys too because you know their stuff goes hand in hand with what we do. So you tag team, hit it from different industries and make good friends that way. You're able to partner up and get that stuff out there. We got to take care of those guys too. Absolutely. Now, what's your favorite brewery to go to locally? If you had to pick uh, one. Man, that's hard. That's tough. Um, I'd say I like the atmosphere. It's called the Texas Ale Project. It's a downtown across the street from the AAC. Went and hung out there before going to a Stars game. That's nice. Um, OHB, uh, Oak Highlands Brewery. They have some good stuff. Those guys are cool. I've been out there a couple times with the Brisbane competition out there. Those guys are real cool. Um and then the drink, I think my favorite beer right now is the from Community. Um, so it's uh, the Texas Lager. So, oh yeah, tasty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything that has word Texas in it is gonna be good. But yeah, it's a cool can too. <laughs> got a great can. It's a real cool can. That's the reason I picked it up. I was like, oh, it's a cool can. I'm gonna drink that beer. Yep. Got Texas. <laughs> that's it. It's a good it. way to pick a beer right there. You never know. <laughs> It's usually, I mean, you get those cool, good-looking cans. You know, it's it's you got a better chance for it to be in good versus picking something just randomly. Right. True that. True that. But and then, so of true. course, before we let you go, we just like to uh, give you time to say thanks to whoever supported you. Uh, of course, family and all that. And uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for sure. Business. You know. You've been helping me from the beginning. Um, shout out to the Kano family. We got a lot of barbecues out there. Big Kano barbecue, Kurt special. We appreciate you guys. We love y'all. Um, to my junkie bros, love all y'all. Guys and gals. There's some gals in there too. We got girls can barbecue too. Get in there. Show them up. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, Leo Morales, bro, appreciate you hanging out. Give me some barbecue out at uh, Barrel and Bones. And uh, yeah, Mark Smith. Patriotic Pig, you guys go hit him up. Those are just some of the, the barbecue community guys that have just opened their doors. You know, this is a relationship started at a barbecue. They let me go see their pits. They talk to me about their food. Um, if I needed an event, if we wanted to put on something, those guys would be out there uh, helping, supporting, and doing whatever we wanted to do. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate those guys. Man, that's my, my chief marketing officer right there. She loves everything. <laughs> yeah. that's good of everything that we do. No, for real. She, uh, She's head of marketing. She does all of our ads. She does our labels. She she created labels. She created um, all those things. She helps me get the orders out. Uh, she kind of runs some of the stuff on the back end, making sure we get labels printed, make sure the orders get filled, and uh, making business cards, all that kind of stuff. The stuff that nobody really thinks of, you know, when you think you have a, a barbecue business, but to be successful, you got to have that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah, she's a big part of it. I guess we're gonna put my we'll put my brother, and my dad out on that on that that piece too. You know, I guess they. Thanks, Dad, for, for making that rub. 
<laughs> Thanks, bro, for, for helping us Absolutely. out. Absolutely. You know, um, I don't know if I touched on this, but you know, we're our kind of slogan here at GC Seasons, we're we're chef owned or chef inspired, veteran owned family business, right? So I'm the chef and kind of inspired the thing to get going. Um, my brother is a mili- uh, Marine Corps vet of 10 years, and then my dad's a family tradition. So we really kind of come at this as a, you know, as a three-way split there, hit the trifecta. Um, we do a lot of things uh, with GC Seasons to go help um, the veterans big time. I know we got a couple of organizations that have helped uh, my brother personally and have really seen him kind of come along in that life after the Marine Corps. So that's the, the Raider Project. You guys go hit them up support them in any way possible we donate to them every year we do events for them those guys are some really good people also the gallant few um hit those guys up too those are a couple of organizations that have been uh really good like for our family personally so yeah we got to put that out there yeah now i will say if he wants to get into um barbecuing uh he can look into texas chrome foundation um they have a little veterans project um, that they do to kind of show the veterans step-by-step step in the competition field. So let's say he would go out there with them. Uh, but basically, he gets like a one-on-one class. Uh, but he's doing the cooking at the cook-off. And then when he leaves, he leaves with all the – except all everything. You know, the nice. knives, uh, the grills. So he's ready to go for the next one. Um, so that's something he may be interested in looking into. Oh yeah! Make sure you drop that in the in the comments. We can see that. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I put a sure. we'll put a link in the description for everyone else to to go and do it. But yeah, and definitely let us know when you do anything for the veterans. That's one thing we love. So uh, thank you to, for, to him and his service for sure uh, for keeping us safe, allowing us to cook uh, and do what we love to do. So uh, definitely hit us up. Let us know when you're hitting those events and we will definitely promote it to both of us to, to get more people out there to help those veterans because you they, they can never use enough help. Uh, they keep us safe when we're asleep. So uh, my hat always gets tipped to them. So thank you again to him and his service. And all the veterans out there. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. And again, of course, George, thank you for coming on. That uh, was a good ep- a good interview. Um, and we look forward to hopefully seeing you on the 17th. Uh, it'd be fun to kick against you and see what happens. Oh, yeah, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Go down the competition. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> We yeah, that'd be that. fun. I hope we can get out there uh, for some of it. Yeah. Remember that was Randy Salinas that said that, not me. We'll have so. a <laughs> we'll have a brewing queue junkies cook off. There it is. There we go. There it is. Hey, we need to, kind of fun right there. We need to do it. I wanted to do a brisket competition. We make that happen. Yeah. Let's get with Sean. Yeah. Yeah. We can we can talk we can talk about it afterwards and we can definitely set something up. I don't want to do something like that. I do it. So, Let's do it. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll be in touch with you about <laughs> that for sure. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sir. All Appreciate right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be back after these break. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. We like to party. You're listening to A Good Day for Football with Chris Bustos, Nathan Bedard, David Kroboff, and Troy Warren. Alfonso Noon is a guy who falls in the bathtub and bites in the bubbles. Hi, I'm Andrew Lack. I like food. Let's go out here! Let's go! Oh! Hey! 
Oh, it's compelling. Oh, oh, Welcome back. Welcome back. What a great interview. Uh, that was George Keno Jr. from uh, G- what is it? GC Seasonings. Yep. Uh, so definitely go hit him up and stuff. So we definitely salute his brother who was a Marine uh, Corps veteran uh, from there. So uh, what a great interview. I mean, a lot of great things to think that this run started 30 years ago from uh, something his dad created. And then now uh, look at it now. Um just just amazing i mean to, to have that story him taking it perfecting it and now making a uh, a business out of it kind of like what we did maybe not to not the sauce but bringing back big salinas and stuff and, and going in there so uh for sure so uh you were talking about the next competition in tarot that you said that's on the what day again the 17th so on the saturday on the 17th so next Saturday the seventeenth in Terrell, uh, go check us out down there. <clears throat> we will we will have the information. They're going to be down there a few days early uh, to get us a good spot, uh, and we'll hopefully try to bring home some some moolah, some hardware in that one. But uh, let's just kind of go dive into some different things that we've been talking about here. Uh, the NFL draft is vastly approaching, and this is, like I said, one of the things that we love to talk about uh, all the time. It seems to be that's a big topic in our thing is football talk uh, pretty much all the time, believe it or not. And it's usually centered around the Cowboys and the disgust and dismay we have of like the, the Eagles or the Washington football team. Uh, even though we have family that cheers for both of them, I don't know why, uh, but um, we'll see. So we have some things, and we'll bring in, of course, our the madman, the mad scientist behind the scenes, Chris Bustos, will join us for this topic. I'm sure for uh, he took himself off of me to get in this. Game. Yeah, 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 he's, he's like, like, he's like I'm football. Here for it. I'm here and of for course, it. <laughs> and of course, the draft is Thursday the 29th. If you need a brisket, you need something cooked for that day, hit us up. We can cook it. He'll deliver it because uh, you definitely want to be there for round one because there is so. I mean, the carousel of just people being traded, quarterbacks, I've never seen this in my mm-hmm. lifetime. Uh, Darnold gets traded. Yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts? What are y'all thoughts on that? You want to go first, Chris, or you want me? Yeah, I mean, I think that there, <laughs> that's not done yet. I think there might even be some more trades before we get to the actual draft. Uh, you know, it's looking like the first three three picks are are pretty much penciled in. So because of that, people are going to try to to get up into that fourth pick. So you know, look for Atlanta to maybe make a make a trade there. Uh, but it's going to be very interesting as we get closer and closer to this draft. That's for sure. Yeah. Now with the Darnold trade, he got traded from a bad situation to a good situation. Hands down. Yeah. It's like going from you know peanut butter and jelly to you know ice cream. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Along those lines, you know what I mean. From water yeah, to he's milk. paired back up with, I think he had uh, some of his best uh, 
you know, some of his best work was paired up with Robbie Anderson and yeah. he gets to, to throw to him again over there in Carolina. Yeah. Um, he, he's got a like good it, running back. a better situation, just like you were saying, yeah. You, you saw they threw him a party, right? When yeah, he his got friends traded. threw him a party. Yeah. His friends <laughs> threw him a party, and I love watching, like, even the TikToks that go on there, and they're like, there was a guy going back, but he's acting as the Jets owner and general manager, and they're like, Sam, where'd you go? And he's, like, darting out the door. He's in the car <laughs> ripping off his jersey. <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, the Jets, it's like, what are they doing? I mean, I don't get it. They're going to go with another rookie. I mean, don't you have – getting just a rookie quarterback is not going to solve your problems. When you have a lot of holes and a lot of needs. I don't I don't get what they're doing. I just don't I just don't understand it. Yeah, it's you know, you could tell that that football is changing a lot and you know, the amount of quarterbacks and wide receivers that'll be taken in the first round of this draft is going to be mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh so the 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 sport is definitely evolving to where the offensive side of the ball uh is just is just it's just advancing so much, you know, it's almost like the three point shot in the NBA and how that changed that game. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. You know, I know junior, you shared, uh, I think on Facebook, the story of the week here in town is, you know, Jerry Jones, uh, being leaked that he's got an extreme infatuation with pits. <laughs> he loves uh, I don't know if he'll get to us. You think that's something that we might try to package a deal to try to trade up to, uh, to get that guy. I think they could. I really do. I mean, they, okay. They granted, they signed some blocking tight end today. Yeah. Um, that's the take care of. Yeah. Yeah. We had belldozer. He's gone back to the chiefs. He's gone. So, so we still could use, I mean, do we need him in the grand scheme of things? I was talking to somebody at work about, no, we don't, mm -hmm. but if he's there, it's how do you pass them up? Did we need CD Lamb last year? Right. No, we needed defense. But you don't pass up a talent like that. Now, will they trade up to do it? I, I would like them to because I just think you can't have enough offense. I'm, it, it works for Kansas City. They got all the way to the Super Bowl again with just an offense. Um, yeah. they, had a, they had a good defense. They had an okay defense. I won't say they didn't have a defense at all. But now, will we trade up to, what, four that I think it's probably four or five? Um, I don't know. Uh, I heard they. I mean, he could go up there, but if he will, he go that high. And you are you willing? People ahead of us willing to pay him the money he's going to get at being a, a fourth pick or a fifth pick mm -hmm. uh, in the draft. I think if he can make it past that, I think he has a good shot of maybe dropping to where we don't have to give up the farm right. to move up to get him if, if Jerry wants to go get him. And I think the silver lining though, is that, you know, because there's so many quarterbacks that are going to go in the top 10 and uh, Pitts is being highly touted, probably going to go in the top 10. And you still have uh, guys like Devontae Smith at Alabama, who Heisman Trophy winning wide receiver, that'll probably go in that top 10. So all these things keep on happening. Trey Lance in the mix as well. You know, it might not be as sexy as a pick of, of, of drafting Kyle Pitts, but a Rashawn Slater, who's a, a very talented offensive tackle, might just fall in your lap. And, you know, with some of the injury issues we've been having at the offensive line, and we know how devastating that was to our season because of the, the, those, those problems, you know, I'm not saying that, that you can put all that on Dak's injury, but, you know, you want to have, you know, he is coming back from an injury. You want to have a solid offensive line. You want to have that for the future. 
I mean, we just signed him up for a long time. So if that's the case and a guy like Rashawn Slater falls to us or even a Penny Suell, man, that's just, to me, as exciting as, uh, as last year um, having Lamb fall in our lap. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that uh, him, the offensive lineman, if we could get him, done. Uh, yeah, I mean, what is it, Patrick Sertain? He's great. If he's there and that's our pick, I'm happy with it. I'm not going to knock it. I'm happy we, we addressed the need. But if yeah, we it'd be great, but I think sexy that... sexy offensive lineman or that nice, sexy yeah. tight end, and <laughs> why not do it? Why not? Well, like you said, because Carolina pulled the trade off for Darnold, it, you know, they're not looking at quarterback there, and, you know, Right now, it's looking like they might pull a trigger on on a certain, so he might be just out of our grasp after all. He could. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it, like I said, it, the draft is it's approaching quick. I can't wait for it <clears throat> that day for sure. Uh, I'll be listening to the podcast. Are you going to be doing? Yeah, that actually, live? yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, schedules <laughs> schedules permitting. Uh, you know, we're going to try to make it happen, but we're going to do a live. Uh, we'll be watching it and just kind of giving our live reaction to it. Uh, you'll be able to catch that on on Facebook Live. Uh, it'll be just like you guys do, you know, with the Zoom. Uh, so you'll be able to see us and see our live reactions. We'll be talking, um, you know, all the picks and then leading up to the Cowboys uh, and trying to to break everything down that we can for you guys. I mean, we've been uh, we've been following along. Uh, we had a great first season of. Um, a good day for football and we'll be back next year for sure. Uh, and then leading up to the draft, we'll do a draft special uh, probably a week before the draft, to just get everybody, um, you know, caught up on all the, all the news, all the drama, make, you know, I'm sure there'll be another trade in there. Um, and so we'll get you all set up ready for to go. And then we'll be the, there with the live, uh, with the live draft, man, on uh, Thursday, like you said. So if the 49ers, here's the question, maybe Randy can take this one. 49ers draft, Justin Fields. Panthers just got their quarterback of Darnold. So Bridgewater's out there. Garoppolo's going to be out there. Any one of them a potential backup here in Dallas? Could be. I think they're going to, Cowboys are going to end up getting a backup. In the draft? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've always gotten one. Ever since they drafted Dak, they've always gotten a backup quarterback. Um, like I think last year they got, what, Ben Danucci? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danucci. Danucci. Either did they do they believe in that one Dak staying healthy? Two, if Dak gets hurt, who do they believe can run the team? Do they think it's Ben Danucci? Uh, you can't say it's Andy Dalton because Andy Dalton's gone went to the Bears. Yeah. So who do you have? You I think you can wait. Yeah, I think you can wait till the sixth or seventh round and get a guy like Sam Ellinger. I know that's uh, probably something you'd like a lot. Or maybe even Bouchelle, uh from SMU, who has had experience. Inside, yeah. I mean, I well, I'm I'm a fan of Ian Book. You know, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I think he's a guy that you know is very athletic and could could kind of do a lot of the same things that Dak can do. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm looking at a mock draft here, mm -hmm. and they've got the Cowboys passing up on Sertan to get J.C. Horn. South Carolina cornerback. Is, is I don't know if I would agree with that. He's. I think that it's those two guys are so similar. If you look at their what they did in their pro day workouts, their numbers are almost identical. Um, both have um, you know a legacy. Uh, both fathers played in the NFL. 
um, Patrick Satane Sr., obviously, and then uh, Joey Horn is the father of J.C. Horn. So they definitely have the pedigree. Uh, and like I said, very, very similar in stats. Uh, so I could totally, I could, I, if that happens, you know, I'd be pretty happy with it. But here's the thing, though. I'm looking at it, and, you know, they always – some drafts will have it, some won't. They'll have a position rank mm-hmm. of where they rank basically as corners. Horn is being fourth, Sertan being second. Who's first, and why did he drop past these two guys? That's I'm going to have to do some research on that to, to get – I guess to get my answer on that. But uh, I don't oh, see – Oh, it's Caleb – probably Caleb Farley, uh, who – Oh, you know, that's right. He's got the back injury. He had a back. Right. Yeah, he had to get a back surgery to fix uh, one of his discs. Uh, so I think that's why, you know, you see the slide there. And I think it is going to happen um, just because, you know, you know, the thing it's that people say about that. Round. Yeah, I could totally see that happening because people say, you know, backs don't get better. That is true. Especially at the robot. safety position, because we talked about it last episode with the safety position, having the same back injury of uh, Tyron Smith. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been able to stay healthy at left tackle. Right. Uh, we're talking about a safety. You're going to be torquing that back a lot more than mm-hmm. tackle. So that is correct. Question on everyone's mind. Can he do it? That's where I said I, that's where I could see the Cowboys draft him in the second round. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's where I, I think. That'd be cool. I'd be cool with that. I mean, the little project, you don't have to necessarily start him right away. You let him yeah. – Maybe get a, a year to rest. Kind That's of what we did with Jalen. Red shirt freshman. Yeah. Now, speaking of your boy, Jalen, mm-hmm. <laughs> you see his saying that he wants all these people want to change their number now. Yeah. They may, the NFL may give it where they can pick their own numbers. I understand he wants to wear the number nine, but what's the realistic op- option? You know, like, what's the realistic chance that he would, Jerry would say, okay, you can have Romo's number. I mean, you know, I, I don't think Romo's number's uh, retired. Uh, it isn't. And, and Jalen wore that number in high school and he also wore it at Notre Dame. So I would love to see him wear it. And I think it'd be cool to, for him to kind of carry that torch. And, uh, you know, everybody loves Tony Romo. And uh, I think Jalen, you know, he's he tries his best to, uh, you know, to be that guy for the the Cowboy faithful. And uh, I don't know if they're buying it as much, but, you know, he, he definitely tries real hard to, to, to for sure. you know, to, to represent the star. The one I thought that was the funniest one was uh, C.D. Lamb. Wanting to go to a certain number. That's already taken by a certain player. Who's it <laughs> taken by? No, not C.D. Lamb. Uh, Michael Gallup, sorry. I didn't see number that. Four. <laughs> oh yeah, he wants Dak's number. That's he wants right. Four. So <laughs> he wants number four like, now. It's like, come on, dude. You're not getting. They just paid. So Dak defensive players are going to be able to wear single digits. Are we going to get quarterbacks wearing double digits? Are we going to see a 22 at the quarterback position? I think they can only go to like 19. So zero, uh, one to 19. I think. Yeah. But yeah. They're already saying like uh, Jalen Hurts is going to number one. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which some people, I think someone on the fan said that was stupid because that, when you have number one, you're basically just a me player. Mm. That's To me, number I one I don't see Jalen Hurts the- making it past his contract. No. Uh, but you were the number one. That's a, that's a punter, kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Where's number one? Even number two. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some quarterbacks or something that have worn it, but uh, I think that'd be pretty cool to watch. You know, get them quarterbacks up there and a little higher than that. Uh, 
Um, but then the crazy thing is you're going to get those offensive linemen and stuff that want to wear lower numbers as well. So uh, like in college, you know, the defensive tackle or whatever, the tour in the number five or something like that. Um, we'll see. I mean, I think it would be pretty cool. I don't think Jerry would ever let Jalen wear the number nine, even though it would be cool. You made some great points on it. Um just because his love of fest, his love for, for Romo. Uh, but I don't think the Cowboys honestly have any jersey retired. I think they have him in the, the ring of honor, but I don't think they're ever retired. Because, uh, I mean, nobody wears Aikman's and nobody wears Starbucks and Emmett's, but they wear Tony Dorsett's. Uh, we've 33 gets thrown out there, 54. Number uh, 88, that's a tradition, 88, right? That, that's a tradition, and I don't think CD ever wanted to have Number eighty-eight, so that doesn't surprise yeah, he me. Didn't he wanted want it, right? But uh, Jerry, Jerry made him, and Michael Irvin talked him into it. I'm sure. He, <laughs> I'm sure he gave him a little bit of money too. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> it probably was bonus for you, a little bonus for you. <laughs> for yep. Sure, for sure. Uh, uh, you get to take out the yacht for a weekend. Yeah, hey, that'd be all right, right there. <laughs> Give me that thing's awesome. Give me that for a weekend, <laughs> for sure. Uh, We'll see. I mean, like I said, I agree. I think there'll be some more dealings, especially uh, if what they're saying, especially with the 49ers sitting at number three, uh, they'll probably try to move Garoppolo or something uh, and trade him off, um, get them their quarterback. But it, it's just weird. I've never seen quarterbacks. I've, the NFL is the one thing about them. They don't trade. And yeah, I was going to say, reason, I wouldn't be surprised year, if those guys end up being people left and yeah, and but I wouldn't be like surprised backs, if Garoppolo st stays and, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if Teddy Bridgewater stays. Uh, and then, you know, maybe you take some time and develop that that rookie quarterback that you draft and let those other guys play out their contracts. Or maybe even in Teddy Bridgewater situation, maybe you just have him be the, the backup and the mentor. It's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. I'm all for it. Um, so you can definitely, we'll see for sure. I know one thing I've been doing, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I get bored at work. I don't like to do it, but they actually have some NFL draft simulators out there where you mm -hmm. can pick all seven rounds. I've done that. Which uh, one do you use? The, but, um, I was using, I think the last one was PFF.com. I think is what I use. I'm trying to click on it now. That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. NFL mock draft database.com is another good yeah. one as well. Check that one out. So uh, we do, and I've I've gone through seven rounds, and you get to a point where I don't know enough. I, don't, I mean, you talk to experts that have watched film, and they can break down a good seven. But when I do it, you know, two or three rounds or something like that, for whatever reason, I've never gotten certain. But I've always had. I've most of the time, about eighty percent of the time, I've had an option for pits, which is actually, like I said, it blows me away. Uh, and then the other times was the offensive lineman. So. Uh, I remember doing it last year, and C.D. Lamb came up a lot. So, hey, maybe Lightning will strike twice, uh, and we can have have a better offense. I mean, especially offensive line. We paid Dak that money. Uh, he's back working out. I've seen his videos. So, mm -hmm. uh, we'll see what happens with them moving forward. Uh, hopefully, we get Zeke back to running like he needs to run. So, yeah. yep. well, Speaking of Zeke, see, that's what's funny is a lot of people on like TikTok and stuff saying, well, you need to trade Zeke. Zeke's lost his edge. Look at his numbers. His numbers are still – every year he's either hit 1,000 yards or he's missed it by like 30 yards. Mm -hmm. His touchdown numbers are basically the same. 
His receiving yards are basically the same. So with the offensive line banged up, a quarterback last year who was hurt, and then we couldn't we could never decide on who was going to run the offense. Basically, what more would what more did you want? We're always right. playing from behind. When yeah, no, I from hear behind, you. are not going to run. So I mean, that's why I'm, that's why I was been been saying like I, like I told your dad, Chris is like, look if. You come out game one and you have that throw deep to whoever it is, and even if he incomplete, throw him overthrow about thirty yards. I don't care. Just throw it fifty yards downfield, back up those that defender, those linebackers, and you're going to see a whole totally different Zeke. You know, you can watch the film. Yep. Between Zeke and Pollard, you know when when Zeke's in the game, you can eight man box. When Pollard's in the game. Three four man box. It's easier to run in four man than it is eight man. So we got to. Dak's got to back him up. That's right. He's got to go back to year one Dak and not year <laughs> two to five. That's just my opinion. How about we go to the I stay healthy Dak? Yeah. Because yeah. they dropped off the map without him last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, the Red Riders got him a new job in Chicago. Got him a defense. We'll see what they do next year. I mean, like I said, this is just, it's mind blowing that just the fact that the quarterbacks have been getting traded. Uh, no really other position that I can think of. I mean, you trade, I mean, they don't trade like baseball trades left and right. Uh, I mean, we traded Odor for a bag of baseballs and some sunflower seeds. And I think we, we won that trade personally, but um, I mean, we still have to pay them. And we still have to pay them, but hey, the sunflower seeds we got returned. I mean, those are going to pay dividends right there. We can sell those for you know five bucks, six bucks yeah. a pop to the fans. We yeah. recoup our money. But uh, and speaking of the Rangers, <laughs> have y'all watched the game yet? Come on, dude. Yeah. No. Which no, Chris, have you mm. watched the game yet? Yeah, man. Uh, well, I haven't been able to see because I don't have uh, Fox Sports Southwest. But I see that we're doing pretty dang good for a bunch of no namers. Yeah, it's. I'm telling you. They're three and three. What is it, right? Five hundred right now. Well, I'm not, we're gonna have to go to a game, Randy. I mean, we're talking about that with Chelsea, so we may have to uh, before you go back to work. Uh, hit up a Wednesday during the day and hit Dollar Hot Dog Night. Yeah. Uh, dollar Hot Dog Day. Sorry, I call it day because they don't have it at night anymore. But we have to go out. To you the don't need it at night now. Part. You're in. You're in the dome. Well, the dome's open exactly. most of the time right now. But hey, it's gonna be like Jerry where It's gonna be closed. Well, no, Jerry no, keeps it closed all the time. They, so they've already said they're open most of the time this year. Unless okay. it's raining because of COVID. Because of COVID. Oh, okay. Uh, but besides, I mean, they need pitchers. That's what the Rangers need is pitchers. They always need pitchers. Um, what the, I believe the first two games they, that they lost to the Royals, they had like a three or four run lead and blew it. When they make a trade, they need to get a pitcher. When they sign, they need to get a pitcher. But that's the problem. They get pitchers. Like the Ranger, uh, like the Cowboy shop for free agents sometimes at the, the Dollar Tree. Mm. They get those pictures that have been hurt. Oh, well, he was good three years ago, but he's had two Tommy John surgeries and a rib injury or something, and let's give him a shot. And then it, it doesn't work out. There's a reason why he hasn't been picked up in a couple of years. Uh, so it was like, who did they get? They got the one pitcher last year from Cleveland or something, uh, and he p- pitched two innings or whatever and then got hurt and never didn't play the rest of the season yeah. and then went and signed somewhere else. So, um, 
it is what it is with the Rangers, but we'll have to check it out. <clears throat> if anybody out there has been to a game, definitely let us know the atmosphere. Let us know how it went. Uh, Cause I'm sure we'll make our way out there this year. Uh, but uh, if you, do you have any other thing, any other tips, tricks or anything else you want to leave us? Any final thoughts, Randy? Uh, if you're looking to get into barbecue competitions, take, go to barbecuechamps.com. Um, take a barbecue class. Um, I'd recommend whatever you're cooking on, try to take a class in that. So if you're cooking on a stick burner, try to find one who cooks on a stick burner. If you're cooking on a Traeger, try to find someone cooking on a Traeger. Uh, if you're like me cooking on drums, um, Robert Smith is a good one. Um, find something, find that cook that's cooking on what you're cooking on so you can get tips um, and just ask questions. Uh, and then, of course, our small business shout out, Joe's Meat Market in Roy City. Um, check them out. They always have great meat specials, especially on the weekends. Uh, so swing by, pick you up uh, some meat and some seasonings and, of course, our barbecue sauce. Absolutely. And then, Chris, when can they check out your uh, fantasy, uh, not your fantasy, your draft special? It'll be coming out the week before the draft, guys. All right, so definitely check that out. Uh, we will have it promoted, of course, on uh, Facebook and all our social media uh, as well. <clears throat> they do great work over there, so uh, definitely check them out. Uh, we'll be tuning in. Hopefully, uh, like I said, the Cowboys will get something good, and uh, we can start this year off right. Uh, and again, if you're in the market for a new house, Ronnie Achor, uh, Realtor, check him out on Facebook or at r.org. A-R-O-C-H-E at KW.com or his phone number is 469-323-0275. If you need help finding him or getting in touch with him, definitely hit me up uh, on Facebook at Erasmo Salinas Jr. on Facebook and I will direct you to him. Definitely tell him Jr. sent you. He will be buy, he will be selling me my new house. Uh, hopefully within the next five six months maybe a little long. i gotta get some stuff still in order but uh definitely check him out and if you have any other small businesses by all means please 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 let us know if you're doing anything uh to promote uh awareness or you're doing something to promote any kind of special projects or anything that uh, you want us to kind of help promote definitely Give us a shout out and we will get that out there. We will help spread the word because, we, like you said, we love helping the small business or helping our veterans, our, our first responders. Uh, we definitely want to help those that help us and keep us safe. Uh, so, Randy, uh, you've got nothing else. Uh, why don't you, like I said, uh, definitely go check out those stuff that he was saying. Go check out Joe's Meat Market. Get those. Get all his meats and stuff. Uh, and Randy, anything else? Uh, of course, uh, big taste, big flavor, big Salinas. And as you can see, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, my dog's back there sleeping and snoring. She's always sleeping and snoring. She's a big, lovable thing. She looks scarier than what she does, folks. Uh, but of course, anytime you're out there cooking, like I said, if you're, you're having to cook on a budget or you have uh, some stuff, cook with that love, cook with confidence. And uh, if you need us, we're always here, uh, and we will see you down the road. Right on, boys. Uh, the original five levels are big, healthy, husky, fluffy, and damn! People ask, what could be bigger than damn?